Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. No chance, so that's what you got. Welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. My name is John Ashwood and I'm labeling this the emergency Vince cast. I've come up with a new name. I'm sticking with it because I like it. I feel that this was my thing. It's a, it's a good one. We'll stick on Yeah, patent pending, all that kind of stuff. Copyright, all rights reserved. Um, I'm probably going to sue someone. Do I have to file one of those trademarks like we do for every new wrestler name, like Rip Fowler and all that? <laughs> no, no, I think you'll, think you'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and big props, by the way, to Zach Gibson for getting his new wrestler character name, R. Fowler. Come on, that is, that is, that is epic, that, my friend. Uh, anyway, right, um, this is a, obviously a big day as we record this just after 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Uh, the big breaking news today is that Vince McMahon has retired from the WWE. Lots of people thought it was Vince's account being hacked. But no, the tweet that came out just over an hour ago at 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Hashtag WWE. Hashtag thankful. He is gone from the company. Uh, He's relinquished creative control as well, which is just unbelievable. And Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon are now... The um, co-CEOs, that is the, the title they've been given. Uh, the, there's lots happening. We're saying there's so many moving parts. Ross, I'm going to get to you in a moment. Ross McLeod's with us, obviously, on the podcast right now. And um, the, there's been so much happening. The statement that came out uh, the other day, says I, uh, the, uh, the other day, earlier on, says, as I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of wwe throughout the years it's been a privilege to help wwe bring you joy inspire you thrill you surprise you and always entertain you i'd like to thank my family mightily in a very boris johnson way there contributing to our success and i would also like to thank you for all our past and present superstars and employees employees for their dedication and passion for our brand most importantly i'd like to thank our fans for allowing us into your homes every week and being your choice of entertainment there's also been a internal memo that's been sent around the WWE uh, across the locker room. And uh, basically he has said like, 
Uh, tall WWE superstars. Zypro, 77 years old. Brackets, OMG, am I really that old? Oh, that was Vin. not the end of that. Oh, Vince. <laughs> Uh, I feel it's time for me to retire. I thoroughly enjoy my passion, uh, wisdom, and love of the business with you. No longer will you see the smiling, docile, level-headed, calm presence at Gorilla every week. If you hear some of the stories from people like Kevin Owens, who said how much he exploded at him after one match, you think that's just wrong. Uh, your dedication to WWE will uh, ensure that our company will continue to grow and prosper. Basically saying you're all global ambassadors. Carry the flag wherever you go. One other thing, I won't be with you but I'll be watching. Remember to keep your hands up, grab hold, and sell. By the way, SmackDown is live tonight. Yeah, good plug there, Vince. Whoa! What a what a night. This is moving all the time. Lots of things are happening, and something else has happened, which we'll get to later. But, Ross, I mean, this is just big news, isn't it? I know. I thought the big news was going to be, obviously, we, we talked uh, earlier on that John Laurinaitis was a, all but done with the company. Uh, Triple H officially uh, went out uh, on the WWE corporate site as back uh, as a role as is an EVP of talent relations. Yep, Trips is back. Yeah, which we we discussed a few weeks ago. He said, "Look, look, I'm going to be back." No one knew what he meant by it, but essentially, it was like, "Okay, we're hopeful here." But yeah, so um, I thought that was going to be the big news today, and then I don't know if it's been a case of it's. They've maybe had to wait for the markets opening in America if they've had to maybe check with shareholders first or take a vote, I, you know, all this succession type stuff. But, um, yeah, very late in the day and, well late, in the, well, late in the day UK time, but, yeah, Vince stepping down, it just, it's, it's one of those ones, I, I joked with you earlier on that when, before we started recording, I just get in, I was stuck in the rain waiting on public transport yeah. and it was like, oh, convinced doesn't seem like such a big story. I'm sure it will set in now. And as we start to recall, it is one of those things, you know, JR has always said, the only way you'll get Vince McMahon out of that creative room is in a box. You know, he will not go, he will not relinquish control until he is dead. You know, there is, there's no way he's ever going to be out. And it, after all the stuff he's, survived it's it's been this latest scandal that's just been the straw that broke the camel's back him his yes man Laurinaitis the professional a professional Alan Harper by the way that man <laughs> that man leached on to Vince McMahon like he was his Walden Schmidt and he instead of a beach house he got a billion dollars and a Bella Twins mum so you know <laughs> it, fair play to John Laurinaitis you played the game very well uh, now replaced by the game. By the game, um, yeah. But the, the most bizarre thing to me in all this is the fact that Vince McMahon is going to be giving up creative control. We've heard for years how WWE would be better when Triple H is running it. WWE would be better when Triple H has got control. WWE would be better when Triple H is doing X, Y, and Z. Well, Triple H, probably along with Stephanie McMahon, is going to be the most senior person on the writing team now. Let's see where it goes. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, a WWE spokesperson has confirmed that Vince is also stepping away from these creative duties. The retirement will be in full. That is it. He is done. When he, you know, when he gets up in the morning, he does not have to be concerned about WWE. But you know, he will still be doing that. He'll still be thinking about it. And 
the the McMahon Helmsley era is is definitely on. Obviously, you know, Nick Khan's still there as well as the co-CEO. This is a a pretty seismic day in wrestling. I mean, we've got to think back like what, 30 odd, 40 years. This man, Vince McMahon, completely changed the game. He went all in on WrestleMania and it paid off. He is he's probably one of the big reasons why we are doing this right now, while we're talking about him. Because he brought WWE into everybody's lives. And it's it is a very bizarre situation that we've got right now. And I like I said, there's so many moving parts. You look at the the, the tweets that are coming out, some of them funny, uh, such as Rene Paquette saying think he'll do my podcast. Nikki ASH's husband, of course, Damo Michael. He said, "We'll always have that stunner, though." If you remember that from uh, WrestleMania this uh, this year. Um, Pat McAfee with a very nice tribute. Uh, Mick Foley saying, "Thank you, Vince. You changed my life," which is uh, a a very interesting tweet from from Mick there. And obviously, you know, when when Mick went over as mankind, going in from being Cactus Jack in WCW and. You know, you look at that character and you think, oh, is this going to get over? And then everything that happened since and, and Mrs. Foley's baby boy winning the title, it was huge. He, he really did have his life changed by Vince McMahon. Yeah, it's one of those ones we, you mentioned, you know, Vince being the reason we are doing this. Just about all of our, all of our um, podcast uh, crew got into wrestling through WWE. Or you got into wrestling, you know, the Indies back in the day was the American style wrestling featuring yeah. the UK Undertaker, the UK <laughs> the, the UK King. The, the fake UK LOD King. with those dodgy spikes on the, on the American football pads. Uh, the Introducing DX, and it's just one guy dressed as Impact. <laughs> like, did you think DX was a person? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, funny. Um, Vince McMahon is the reason that the likes of WCW and ECW are not around because he went all in on his vision. He went all in on the Attitude Era. He went all in on the likes of Steve Austin. And, you know, we we talk about Vince McMahon not pushing new stars. Vince McMahon was forced to create new stars. And Vince McMahon created characters like The Undertaker, Kane, Stone Cold, The Rock. You know, he was... he, He created this world where... These people are megastars. These people are household names now. You know, these, you know, the likes of WCW and ECW aren't around anymore. And Impact, Ring of Honor, AEW, they've all came around because because of Vince McMahon, because of Vince McMahon's dominance. If Vince McMahon isn't dominating wrestling, the alternatives don't pop up. You know, and, you know, you might have people coming through now where, you know, the first interaction with wrestling to get isn't WWE, but very much anyone probably about the age range between 22 to 40 has, was exposed to WWE and Vince McMahon is a massive part of that. Be it commentator Vince in the golden age, be it the bastard Mr. McMahon in the Attitude Era, be it, you know, Vince McMahon against DX in 2006, the the character that showed up when shit was going to go down, you know, the you know the surprise cameo events of recent years, that sort of he's a constant presence. He's ever present in WWE, 
And yeah, it's going to be weird. It is going because I don't see uh, Stephanie or Triple H letting him back on TV at the minute. I think no chance. No he, chance. He has gone, gone. You know, now he's relinquished all control. Now that Pritchard's gone and Laurinaitis is gone, he 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 won't be back on TV. It's a uh, changing of the guard without a doubt. He's definitely moving to the alumni section of the website. There's no doubt about yeah. that. And uh, yeah, once do you think he'll ever go into the Hall of Fame? <sighs> uh, I, 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 you'd you'd have to say right now, yes. If something very bad comes out with the the, the cases that are going through, no. Because I think as a publicly traded company, again, they can't have somebody who has been dragged so badly through the mud in there now, I think, uh, you know, who was so closely attached with it. I think maybe it's one of those where, I mean, does he need to be in the Hall of Fame? No, I, I mean, for, for his ego, yes. But I, I don't think he needs to be because it's about... It's about the performers, not necessarily about him, despite him actually being a performer. He didn't need to be a WWE champion either, but you know, or he ECW was. champion. Oh, yeah. champion, no, but he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's absolutely wild. The, the fact that, you know, I think many of us feared the worst when, and hey, listen, Bruce Pritchard is very much a lesson on just because you enjoy people talking about old stuff doesn't mean they should come back and do the new stuff. Um, You get very popular with the Bruce Pritchard podcast and um, came back and he has not been... That is not an investment that returned positive. That is... uh, John Laurinaitis is very much a yes man, as we mentioned, and Vince... You know, there's nothing wrong with old people being set in their ways. People always talk about, oh, yeah, 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 he's, he's not with the times. You go ask a 77-year-old grandfather <laughs> who's number one in the charts just now or stuff like that, you know what I mean? You might have a cool granddad that maybe knows, but, you know, a lot of people are set in their ways when they get to that age, and it was just one of those ones where a change was needed. A change is needed, and maybe not the the way you want to see a change come around with some of these allegations, but... Yeah, I think everyone's been crying out for of, it. Yeah, it's very much a case of, look, you've had your time, Vince. You've done... You cannot deny Vince McMahon as a success. And the wrestling industry, Vince McMahon has kept a promotion going since... what? Well, let, let's be... Let's say 1984 when the first WrestleMania was. Let's call yeah. it... 85, sorry. Um... Let's say, just go for there, over 35 years, as my dogs start growling at each other, <laughs> uh, we can keep that in, don't worry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 35 years, he's kept this promotion going, he saw off ECW, he saw off WCW, he withstood the steroid trial, scandal after scandal. He made star after star, you know, Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, The Rock, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, John Cena, Randy Orton, all household names and all benefited 
from the Vince McMahon touch. And, you know, yeah, there has been has been people that he got it wrong with, but I, I think we in wrestling, we're, we're always in a bubble. You know what I mean? We always, we, we look at the wrestling bubble. Look at the people who he's got it wrong with and they went to, say, Japan or AEW or Ring of Honor, Impact, etc. Not, they've not become household names. The ones he's got it right with, John Cena is currently a DC superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world. Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold are probably the first two names any any person on the street will say when you tell them name a wrestler. So yeah. and the Undertaker and the Undertaker you can throw in that conversation as well. Yeah, and the Undertaker is, you know, um, it, it was an interview once. I, I don't like mentioning this person's name, but Alberto Del Rio when he was asked who who in Mexico or you know in WWE are the biggest wrestling stars they went Rey Mysterio obviously and Undertaker is considered a god you know because he is and he is the Undertaker is such a, an identifiable character and that's a Vince McMahon character so hey the ones they got right he got really fucking right yeah it's he, he really did and it's it's going to be a real seismic change and obviously like Things moving all the time at the moment. And I think, as you said before, this change was probably due, but probably not as rapid as it is right now. And and, and the other thing we mentioned before, did kind of tease up saying that something was else was happening. Uh, obviously, tonight is SmackDown as we're recording this. And we are, what, one week away from SummerSlam right now? It's a, a week tomorrow, uh, a week on Saturday. And uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is your main event for the uh, Undisputed Universal Championship. Apparently, Brock Lesnar has walked out of SmackDown tonight. He was backstage, he has walked out, and Brian Alvarez has reported that Lesnar has said something along the lines of, if he's gone, I'm gone. Wow, that is... Um, we, we talk about, you know, like Brock Lesnar, another, another Vince McMahon character. You know, the order of uh, of um, Brock Lesnar might be from his UFC days, the current character. But let's not forget the next big thing. Let's not forget the Rockets strapped to him immediately. Brock Lesnar is a Vince McMahon success story as well. And hey, they had a tumultuous relationship when Brock was younger. Brock's a lot older now and Brock, Brock likes that money. And um, Vince knows what to do with them. There you go. Brock Lesnar has always been a success creatively. Like Brock Lesnar, I feel, is a consistent success of Vince McMahon. And yeah, the the biggest pay-per-view of the summer, um, WWE's possibly second biggest pay-per-view. And with Vince leaving, you know, we, we, we can talk about, you know, all the people that might be glad, you know, the likes of your your ricochets, your champers, your alleys, that Triple H is back and they might get a chance. Brock Lesnar is a massive loss if he sets yes. out his contract. And you've spit you've put so they've put so much into this. This trip uh, this this Triple H uh, this Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar feud. I don't know who you get in. I don't know who you I don't know who you get in. But There's nobody right now. There's nobody who's been built up enough to take on Roman Reigns, this all-dominant, you know, superstar 
who is now on that Brock Lesnar schedule. He's he's on that level. Yeah. He's getting to take those breaks. There's nobody the- built up to take him on. Uh, July 29th, uh, DC Super Pets comes out. The Rock will be promoting that. The Rock is doing reshoots for Black Adam. The Rock is in movie shape right now. He is not. He's, a, he's also at Comic Con. He's at Comic Con. He is. He's at movie shape right now. He's not in wrestling shape right now. Triple H. You know, if this been, but this has been four years ago. This happened. Triple H would have stepped in like that, and it, yep. people would be like, "Oh my God, Triple H is back!" And it would have been a great marquee match. So what what are they going to do now? They're going to throw Drew in there again when we know he's already going to be there at Clash at the Castle. Is that the kind of thing that they're going to go with? Because that's just not going to work. If Drew you know, gets I, thrown in there at, at SummerSlam and he loses, then, well, we'll just telegraph what's happening at Clash of the Castle. I, I may have a fantasy booking solution. Do you remember when Brock was all-powerful and it was clear they were going to... Uh, Give yeah. it to Roman at WrestleMania, but in the meantime, we needed an opponent for SummerSlam. Yeah. And they just went, fuck it, fatal four-way. The champion doesn't need to be pinned. That puts the peril on. And in fairness, Samojo, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar had a 15, 20-minute match, tore the house down, great match, Brock retained somehow. I think the likes of your, your Riddle-Seth Rollins match and your Seamus, uh, they're, they're heading towards a Seamus Drew McIntyre no more contendership. Yeah, they've been playing plan. that for a while, haven't they? Yeah. I think, I think there'll be a fatal five way, and I think those five guys will be in, and you'll have theory floating about with the case. With the case. Just, hey, whoever wins, I'm cashing in. I'm cashing in. Um, but yeah, I I see it being a multi man match because, as you said. No one is built up at the moment to face Roman and the way he is. Uh, Randy Orton's injured. John Cena's busy. The Rock's busy. Triple H is retired. Brock's walked. <laughs> Hashtag Brock walked. Um, <laughs> You'll get it trending. Yeah, there is no one. There's no one. There, there is no one to face Roman. And you know, we talk about the seismic change. You know, hey, he might not be the only one that walks. You know. Undertaker might uh, has retired, but he might not decide he wants to do any more under the likes of Triple H and Stephanie. Maybe he he doesn't like their vision for the character. The likes of Goldberg, you know, maybe that's a good thing. But you know, he's on a Legends contract. Maybe he decides. No, actually, I don't like the the booking you have for me. The Rock, the Rock has always been very open about how. Vince McMahon is a father figure to him. Maybe The Rock doesn't want to work with Triple H and Stephanie. Maybe Stephanie and Triple H don't want to work, work with these people. That's the thing, you know. We we don't know in such a seismic change. It, it's, I don't See, want to say because everything's unravelling, you know, as we speak. You know, it is, I, isn't it? That's it. Uh, yeah, right. th- and that's what I thought about the, um, the, the, the lesson situation. Has he, you know, obviously he's, he's you know, got Vince's here and they're very very close and he he trusts him it is, is it because he just doesn't trust triple h with yeah you know, w- with him and this match at SummerSlam? is that what it is does he think oh well you know he's he's had his past and you know like obviously when brock came back triple h beat him didn't he so you know maybe he's thinking oh he's gonna screw me over him and yeah you know, is is that 
a motivation? I mean, will will we see an about turn from from Brock tonight? Will he come back? Will they convince him? Is there's so much up in the air. Brock Lesnar has always been very, very good at getting the best deal for Brock Lesnar. And maybe this, while the company is in chaos and in a case in a, a state of flux and you know, new people coming in, old people going out, maybe Brock Lesnar knows, listen, you've put so much into this main event. This is over a year in the making. Yeah. You know, the current storyline, it's over seven years in the making from their first match in 2015. Maybe Brock Lesnar knows he can get more money out of this and a lesser schedule. So maybe even less point, than what he's got now. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this is what Brock is. Maybe Brock is going to use this to be a five million man, but he only does rumble to mania. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, so we, we don't know you know if this is if this is more Brock games or if this is you know, hey, he's the only reason I was here. Fuck you and fuck whoever's running this company now. Either way, we can just say we're really fucking confused by this whole situation because it's just changing every five seconds. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's happening. And uh, it's wild. I mean, as we've said before, this is a big seismic night in in effect in, in the world of pro wrestling. We've even had, you know, Tony Khan tweeting about this. Tony Khan has come out and, and said oh, that he's now the longest tenured CEO in uh, in wrestling, which, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. The, the, the thing is, right, and people will, will say to me, oh, you've just been a WWE mark and all that. At the minute, if AEW was putting up better competition, he'd have some room to talk. But AEW's been fairly poor for a good couple of months now. It's it is not, not tearing trees up in any shape or form. So, Tony Khan, sorry, but you need to shut up for a moment and concentrate on your own product, mate. Well, put it this way, um, the shiny new toy aspect of AEW has what's kept them, you know, kept them going. You know, the New Japan stuff, the Impact stuff, the Ring of Honor stuff, Eventually, you're going to have to go, oh, by the way, these are other wrestlers. Yep. And it's, listen, it's tournaments every couple of weeks. Then it's, uh, we're going to have a big, you know, Casino Battle Royal style match every pay-per-view. And then it's, oh, by the way, we've got a ladder match. Now we've got a ladder war. Now we've got a, a, a triple threat ladder match, you know. And now everything's covered in barbed wire. Yeah, this, this is stuff that WWE did in 2002 when it was going through a bit of growing pains and, you know, the brand split was in its infancy and they were trying to, you know, WCW and ECW were gone, so maybe people weren't tuning in as much because they knew if Raw was crap, they couldn't just turn it to Nitro. Yeah, You know what I mean? So this was stuff they did back then. This is now... Put it this way, at first you were like, Oh, you know, because they get old really quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. You're right. The us versus them mentality is only from AEW. WWE doesn't care. You know what I mean? And if, oh, but WWE stole this feed. WWE's been stealing stuff for years. The live Monday show, 
stolen from WCW. Right. There, the two rules stolen from ECW. There's the, no original ideas. Yeah, exactly. And listen, th- this is a Vince cast, so let's not waste time talking about McMahon <laughs> because yeah, come on, the Vince cast. Quite yeah, quite frankly, I don't care what's happening <laughs> on Rampage tonight. I do yeah. care happen on smackdown tonight oh, um, oh yeah i mean seriously all eyes on smackdown tonight i've just gone on to wwe's website as well to check on the preview and they're still advertising brock lesnar returning to smackdown tonight although i've just refreshed the page and the uh, the header image now is liv morgan to come face to face with ronda rousey and um oh yeah by the way we're also getting maxine dupree tonight what a, what a week! What a week in the world of wrestling. Let, let's not mess about here. Maxine Dupree is debuting <laughs> tonight. So uh, I mean, yeah, who cares about Vince anymore? It's all about Maxine Dupree. Well, Maxine Dupree, Dupree, sorry, and yeah, get it right. <laughs> Liv, Liv Ronda being the focal points of WWE, uh, of WWE's TV show. Sorry tonight tells you that Brock has 100% walk. They are planning. Yeah. for life without him and um, well, to, to, to have him yeah well, he was front and center of WWE's website like before I refreshed it a couple of seconds ago and now it's it's Liv Morgan's come face to face with Ronda Rousey that is the the header image on WWE.com and as I look at the preview right now there is zero mention of Brock Lesnar I might get myself a nice Brock Lesnar t-shirt tomorrow when they all go on sale. Let's, um, see, let's save a discount in them already. I'm going to go check that. You, you crack on. I'm going to have a quick look at the shop. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the discount? Come on. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Probably just a bunch of Sasha Banks. Uh, well, there, there we go. As we, as we look at the WWE shop, what about the likes of Sasha Banks and Naomi? Do you think them coming back is a, a possibility now because well, yeah Banks is someone Triple H went all in on you know 100% first, and first, I, sorry, sorry mate no, no I was saying I, I also look at people like Johnny Gargano and Johnny yeah. Gargano has held you know he's, he's held his counsel and obviously he wants to you know be a dad and, and you know have that time and, and I think that's really good and really healthy for him uh, to enjoy that time uh, with his son. Uh, but we all know how much Triple H thought of him and how, you know, how he, he regarded him. Well, I thought the- he just waited because he could have gone to AEW. He could have gone to Impact. He could have gone somewhere, but he's held his counsel. He's waited. And I'm wondering if Triple H said, you know, look, if I ever get back in charge, you're my guy, you're coming back. Well, uh, would you call it, was it a... Samoa Joe said that yep. after we released the first time, it was less than half an hour. Triple H said, "Don't go anywhere." Well, uh, just back to your um, what you said. I typed on WWE to Google. The SmackDown image came up a photo of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I clicked on it. It then redirected me to the new SmackDown preview, which again is Liv Morgan as the header and the yep. the that's Mac- Google head. catching up. Yep. Right, sorry, just let's go to WWE Shop. Oh yeah, we... they've not discounted anything yet. Not discounted anything yet. Oh, <laughs> bastards! Well, I know. Yeah, I was hoping for a cheap t-shirt. Brock Lesnar 
Nope, everything is still full price. <laughs> Damn them! Let's check the Euro Shop. Are you on the Euro Shop or the proper one? No, I'm on. I'm on the proper one. <laughs> oh, I'm going. To, I'm going to the Euro Shop. You, you, you have a quick chat. I'm going to the Euro Shop. I'm seeing what I could get. What's in a cheap? What's in a cheap sale? Let, um, what also? Yeah. Um, Four hundred fifty quid for a signature tile. Get in the bin. <laughs> what about the likes of um, NXT two point um, because a lot of changes have been made there, you know, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people saying that, you know, Rick once Fowler, the, Rick Fowler, yeah, <laughs> because Sean Gerrard was too obvious. Um, <laughs> Johnny Carragher, um, yeah, but yeah, um, a lot of changes have been made. A lot of people are actually starting to get into their roles. You know, Fabian Eitner is starting to get into his role. Oh, um, but he's he's so cool. Uh, Legado del Fantasmo um, merging with uh, what's his face? Yeah, yeah, Tony D'Angelo. Yes, the Sopranos knockoff. Yeah, um, <laughs> them all, them all, you know, being the one faction now. I, I love Toxic Attraction. They are so good. Toxic Attraction, another. Well, was that a Golden Black, and then it went to two point or was that a two point thing? Bit of both, I think. Bit of both. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, William Regal did say after, you know, NXT Portland and before the lockdown, everyone was kind of, they knew they needed to change. But it's went so far away from the the full sale NXT, the the golden era with the likes of, you know, Owens, Nakamura, Balor. It's went so far away from the black and gold brand this Triple H veer into the skid and say, look, here's how we're going to do this because he's done it before. He's, you know, he's completely turned it around before. Or does he go, look, we're going back to go forward. We're going back to black and gold. We're going back to, because there has been, again, there has been successes in the 2.0 generation. You know, Cameron Grimes was a a mid-carder in the black and gold era, but he was, He's become so much more in NXT 2.0, Braun Breaker. Um, what's I think face? Joe Gacy's doing some... In- you know, he's he's quite a cool character. You know, I quite like him. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, another success oh, story. So good. Him and Trick are great. Roderick Strong's starting to come into his own uh, with the Diamond Mine. You know, he's he's sort of out of that undisputed era shadow now. And that is... That, that I thought was something important for someone like Roderick Strong because much like Roman was the least and not least yeah because Roman didn't have the independent background that John Moxley and Tyler Black yeah. had so Roman was the least interesting member of the Shield he needed to you know get all that Shield stuff away from him and they didn't do that Roderick Strong does have an independent background but certainly was you know, it's easy for me to say someone isn't cool as I sit here in my shorts and my specs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roderick Strong was quite clearly the least cool out of the Undisputed Era. Yeah. You know, Kyle O'Reilly, as a heel, wasn't, you know, too keen on her face, was this smarmy, smart-talking heel. Adam Cole, naturally cool. Shawn Michaels 2.0. Bobby Fish, like the really cool dad, he's an asshole, but you want him to like you. And 
<laughs> Roderick Strong just didn't fit that mould. So getting everything off him in 2.0 was really important. And they've done that at the minute. He's so far away from the 2.0 era, eh, from the Undisputed era, sorry, and eh, NXT 2.0. And as you mentioned, Toxic Attraction, Cora Jade recently turned heel, yeah. another contest story. You know, Brooks and Jensen, uh, pretty deadly, all coming over Creed from Brothers. Creed Brothers, yeah. And, I, well, what about NXT UK? That's been pretty stagnant for a while. You know, is Triple H been back going to see a reboot of NXT UK? You know, the likes yeah. of, you know, travel restrictions aren't there anymore. We can do the worlds collide again. You know, it's just there's yeah. so much. Put it this way, we might... And, six months do a podcast and go man so much has changed yeah we, we're in a, we're, we are literally in a new world now yeah we are in a new era this this is it this is a big big change in, in the world of wrestling and obviously yeah we've looked at what might happen there i mean i i, I don't know if you'd agree with this Ross. I, I think uh triple h if he does get this kind of you know, does get his way here. I'm wondering if he's going to start cherry picking NXT 2.0 and going, right, I want you, 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 and you. And you're going to go to Raw, you're going to go to SmackDown, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And then that whole next in line thing, that's just going to populate NXT 2.0. And it is going to be that kind of vibe. You're going to get some, like, the more polished ones who'll be able to go on there. But I think he might start taking the top stars away from NXT and bringing them up to the main roster which would be very, very interesting. It would also be interesting to see the brand split. Triple H is someone who, he thrived in the brand split era, you know, because the likes of Stone Cold and The Rock left, he was one of the bigger stars. They had to bring in WCW guys to a fresh audience. And, you know, he he has talked up the brand split before. He, he enjoys the fact that NXT is one thing, Raw is another thing. Smackdown's its own thing, you know. The brand split, you know, we, we reported a few weeks ago and here, effectively dead. So, you know, what, what does that mean as well? Does does it mean that, you know, any, I'm kind of getting lost, you know, because there's so much going on, but, you know, it, it's one of those things, what, what happens when these people go up? Do they go to Raw and Smackdown? Is there no more brand split? You know, what about what about this new um, college recruitment thing that WWE have got going? Yeah, the NIL thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not wrestlers; it, it's people who are who are the best in track and field and cheerleaders and all sorts, isn't it? And basketball and baseball and soccer and all that shit. You know, <laughs> is, is he going to want that? You know, there's just there's so much that's been implemented by Vince McMahon to put a stamp on things in recent months, maybe knowing he was on borrowed time. And now that Triple H and Stephanie are back, maybe maybe a lot of that's just going to go by the wayside. It's, who, who do you think if Triple H was going to pull people up, who do you think he's going to put on NXT, uh, who, sorry, put on the Raw and SmackDown? Ron Breaker, instant. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes, that move. Carmelo and Trick and shift them up. Toxic Attraction, give them a women's tag titles instantly. Um, I think Rock, uh, Roxy, Roxanne Perez, I think she's 
not quite ready for WWE TV yet. She's very good, but I don't think she's entirely ready. It's the same with Cora Jade. I think, you know, she should, I, I just watched a bit of NXT actually before I spoke to you and all this was going off and I watched her promo. Um, she's got something there, but I felt, especially when she was being a face, I think she seems to be coming off a bit better as a heel, but when she was a face, she was so, yeah, she was trying too hard. Yeah. And it um, didn't come across right. Yeah, just there's so much to what of this. And, you know, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's talked about this and hey, this has maybe Dolph Ziggler 2013, you know, 2012-2013 is over as any of the NXT guys. You yeah. know, even more so. But he wasn't a Triple H guy and he's talked about how the influx of Triple H guys saw people like him move to the side, you know, when Triple H was, you know, pushing for these people. Maybe we might see the negative side effects of that. People like Braun Breaker who maybe weren't Triple H guys. Yeah. But a lot of, a lot of energy has been put into these guys and you know Triple H isn't exactly on good terms with the Steiner family um, maybe maybe you're going to see certain people who have been pushing NXT 2.0 maybe just become can fodder and put to the side before Triple H puts his stamp on things and goes they're my guys these are the guys we're pushing and this is what we're doing it really is going to be uh, a very very interesting time ahead uh, i've been looking through the news as we've been talking i think we are pretty much up to date with everything that's going on right now but obviously it's what this podcast's all about sorry yeah. the vince can cast one more? yeah the vince cast <laughs> can i say one more thing uh, on the of vince course you cast? can man and then uh, gary kernan's actually posted in the community about some changes people would like to see so i'll read them out as well before yeah we... hit me with it yeah tell us what the community is saying but um, before before I go to the community, one thing I will say about the, you know, we talked about Vince guys maybe falling by the wayside and Triple H putting a stamp on things. I do think this has been needed for a while, you know, much like, uh, it was very much like Ch- Chelsea Football Club, uh, WWE, where we had a very successful youth academy in NXT. But <laughs> Jose Mourinho McMahon did not want to use any of these players coming through. Oh, the and, special one did not want to know. And the the direct link now with Stephanie being a chairman and co CEO, you know, I, there might still be a lot of uh, a lot of Vince imprints there because Nick Can, as we mentioned, is CEO as well. But the natural progression from NXT to the main roster with no Vince being there and possibly Triple H taking over the creative side, it could it could be a lot better for people coming out from NXT. It could mean that people watching NXT don't need to go, oh God, he's getting a push on Raw or oh God, he's going to SmackDown. You know, because the natural progression is there. We've, we've went a bit more Ajax and a bit less Chelsea here. You know? <laughs> but yeah, Penny for uh, your thoughts, Carrion Cross. <laughs> Well, well, there you go. There you go. That was oh, with Keith Lee. Yep, Keith Lee. Yep. Um, oh God, we could be here for hours naming ones. But anyway, Gary put in our Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat community, which you can join on Facebook, get involved in the conversation. Um, he said, so with a change of management and Titan Towers, what changes would you like to see in WWE? I'll start. Stop changing every fucker's name and keep Stephanie off my TV. Um, yeah, Stephanie maybe being a silent partner would be great. I, I don't know about you. 
She doesn't need to be on TV. There's there's no need for it. I, I, yeah, I think we've got... Yeah, I think Adam Pearce and... Uh, yeah, when she did it, Sonia Deville were decent on the mm. forgets. I think Adam Pearce is kind of like cemented now as that on-air authority figure across the entire set of programming. So I, I don't think we need to see Steph. Or the, I, even Triple H, I don't think we need to see him either. The Yeah, the name changes as well. Um, what could that mean for one Butch, formerly Pete Dunn, uh, with Triple H back as a uh, talent relations? Shrug shoulders. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I I mentioned theme music. I think everyone's theme music is far too generic. I think something Triple H was good at, and you know, I, I, this is just going to sound like a Triple H gush cast here. But um, it's the Vince cast, damn it. <laughs> um, I think Triple H was good at giving everyone their personalised entrance. You know, you saw on the behind the scenes in WWE 24s where he's telling Damien Priest, instead of standing there, stand there and yep. do this when that bit hits. And, you know, stuff with Apollo Crews and all that. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's something that could change. Uh, and I, I mentioned the name change as well. I do get some of them are copyright, but others are just pointless. Um, David Campbell said, less polished, strip it all back. Let this be the acoustic album years. WWE unplugged. Um, yeah, give uh, the give the talent a little bit of extra rain. I'd say you know, like let them, you know, don't don't have it so heavily produced by you know the road agents. Like have it more of a collaborative effort. Say like you know we want to do this, 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 and this. Well, that's and don't, um, don't say like oh you must do this here, this here, this here, this here, and this here. You know, the 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 guys trust each other, so well, let well, them get on with it. Other than Ryan Ward, Triple H didn't really work with very many writers. You know, in NXT, it was Matt Bloom, uh, Sarah Del Rey, Shawn Michaels, William Regal, uh, Norman Smiley, Scotty Too Hotty, all former wrestlers. Um, who were Scotty involved. Too Hotty, by the way, is on a stadium tour of the UK. <laughs> um, he, he was one of the, would you call it, he was one of, uh, sorry, his creative team was a lot more wrestlers, a lot less soap opera and comedy writers. I wonder what that means for for creative now that Vince McMahon's relinquished control. Um, Alan Laurie says, step one, drop the the rate of camera cuts by about 99%. <laughs> I, I agree with that, especially cutting to the crowd when Edge is going to make his first spear. Oh, in that was ridiculous, that. Uh, Paul Millen says, everything, fire the McMahon-Brown nosers, Put Triple H in charge, let him assemble his own team, bring back the classic belts and get rid of the horrible crap they have now. Make a decision on Apollo Crews. Is he Nigerian <laughs> or American? I'm not really sure why Omar looks like he just smelled a horrendous fart all the time. Uh, James Lashley's match graphic to look like he's about to... Jesus Christ. Um, this is a good run. I mean, we're going for it. Nice one, Paul. You have, you're giving it some... He put change Bobby Lashley's match graphic. Looks like he's about to run to the toilet, which is maybe why Omos is almost upset. And best of all, should he want to return to WWE, rehire Bray Wyatt? That might be something that's already in the the pipeline. You know, and, we're uh, sort of promos uh, that look look a bit edge, or it could be Bray Wyatt. You know, he took out he took out the likes of Brandy Orton and Mick Foley and John Cena, etc. And the one thing I don't want to happen. But you don't want Bray Wyatt back? 
Now, I, lo- I love Wyndham. I love Bray. I thought the character was great. I did get into The Fiend, but again, he was just, he was, it was too much to have the title and be that invincible kind of character. There was too much there. And I think if you bring him back, you're just going to end up putting him in all these feeds where he's going to end up ultimately losing them. And, uh, you know, it's just like wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. That's just not going to work for him. I think, you know, he, he, his creative talents are better used in Hollywood. The original Bray Wyatt gimmick was a Triple H guy. Yeah, uh, I, the Wyatt family was very good. Maybe, maybe it's one Triple H wants to wants to ref- We've not we we mentioned Triple H a lot here. Not mentioned Stephanie. What stuff Stephanie wants because a lot of her stuff seems dedicated to marketing. She's she is very good at marketing the WWE. She's consistently on these um, like powerful women lists and all that. And as she should, yeah, she's done done a lot of work. Well deserved. Maybe it is going to be a well-oiled machine of look, Triple H. You're a former wrestler. You take the wrestling side. I'll deal with their management sides. Me and Nick will do the rest. Yeah, exactly. But hey, there we are. Nick can still in the equation. Is it going to be? You know, are they going to have to pin Nick Cannon like they pinned the big show to really get the McMahon Helmsley era into full flow? <laughs> Time will only tell. When they all come out, yeah, just to explain the new era and uh, Triple H drops his first pedigree straight into Nick Khan. We'll see if that works out. But wow, I mean, what a night. What a night. Vince McMahon officially retired. He's done. He's out of WWE. He's not even in charge of creative. Brock Lesnar has walked away from SmackDown. It has been a wild night. And this has been your emergency Vince cast uh, from Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. My name's John Sherwood. And of course, Ross McLeod, thank you, mate, for jumping on this. Uh, and I hope you've dried out a little bit. I absolutely have. So <laughs> one last thing. It's uh, Stephen posted in the chat. It was a uh, Thus far, we've heard from several people in the company who, who have not been told who is running creative ends for either show at this point. So no one knows anything at the minute, just like us. Wow, it's just wild. I mean, I think we're just going to see a very free-form SmackDown. And don't forget, we've got one week to go, as I said, till SummerSlam. This is wild. Uh, and uh, you know a score, of course, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. You can get every one of our podcasts, everything that we do. Uh, you'll be able to find it where you get your podcasts. You know that. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music. I think you can get them on the side of a buzz these days. Uh, basically, go and get yourself your podcast. Get yourself listening. Thanks for joining us for the Emergency Vince Cast. See you later. <laughs>